mortal can these bones live? In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Uh, just a reminder for those of you who may not be familiar with the Episcopal Church's lectionary, um, the, the, in the Episcopal tradition, we follow what many mainline Protestant denomination, uh, uh, mainline Christian denominations follow, which is the Revised Common Lectionary, which is to say, I did not pick the readings for today. These are the readings appointed, um, but I can't imagine a, a more appropriate reading uh, for the time and the uncertainties and the, uh, the pain and suffering that we face. Um, the, the readings about the breath of God reanimating a people who say that our bones are dried up, our, our hope is lost, we are cut off from everything. Maybe you're feeling that way. I am feeling that way, this sense that our, our bones, um, our lungs are dried up. Our hope is wavering. We feel so isolated and cut off from all that is, is dear to us. Maybe you're feeling that way too. And, and so we hear this story of the breath of God, the breath that is always there, as it was in the beginning, it is now, and it, and it will be forever. It's important to note that this, um, this prophecy from Ezekiel, where God tells him to prophesy, prophesy to the breath, uh, comes at a time when all hope is lost for, for, for the Israelite people. Um, uh, Ezekiel was uh, uh, an early, you could say, in the sense that he knew of doom and gloom. Uh, he was actually in the first wave of deportees taken to Babylon in the first exile in 597. And, and he preached for those 11 years to the people in Jerusalem and the area around Jerusalem and Judea, this doom and gloom about this pending, um, uh, wasn't a pandemic, but, but it was in a very real way, an end to the world as they knew it. He preached for 11 years to them and to the surrounding nations. It takes up the first 32 chapters of the book of Ezekiel, this doom and gloom. And then sure enough, Jerusalem is destroyed, Judea is overrun. All of those people, most of those people are then also deported, sent into exile in Babylon. Babylon, by the rivers they wept when they were forced to sing songs of Jerusalem. They were cut off from everything. They were in this strange land. And, and you have to realize that Jerusalem to these people wasn't just their hometown. It wasn't just a place where their beautiful church was. It was the dwelling place of God as they understood it. It was where heaven and earth met. It was the, the throne of God. And so for Jerusalem to be overthrown, for the temple to be not just taken down but destroyed, left them in their minds with, with only two options. Either the God of Israel was defeated by the gods of Babylon or God of Israel gave up on them and left and abandoned them. So for them to be far off in a far land, defeated and exiled, was to have no hope at all. To be cut off, sure, from their church and their congregation, but also cut off 
from the God who they had thought was the source of their life. Maybe we do feel that way today. Maybe we also feel so cut off. Maybe we are asking, where is God in all of this? God is here. God is with us. We need to hear this story today more than ever to be reminded of the breath of God always available to inspire us. God's breath has always filled God's people in the beginning, now, and forever. The same word that is used over and over again in this reading in Ezekiel, this breath of God, the Ruah of God, is the same spirit of God, the same wind of God, the same breath of God that hovered over creation in the beginning. It's the same breath of God in Genesis 2-7, where God forms man of the dust of the earth and then breathes into his nostrils and he becomes a living being. That's the breath of God that Ezekiel is prophesying to these people who think that all hope is lost. It's the same breath of God that reanimates Lazarus and restores him to life. It's the same breath of God that Jesus, in chapter 20, will breathe in his disciples after his resurrection and say, receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, a new life in them. As it was in the beginning, it is now. And it will be forever. If you are asking yourselves, can these bones live? We feel dried up. We feel our hope is lost. We feel that we are cut off. Remember the breath. As it was in the beginning, it is now and it will be forever. There's a, a prayer I'm reminded of. Uh, by Richard Rohr, I believe, that I am learning to take comfort in in the past 24 hours. It's, it's more than really a prayer. It's a, it's a truth to speak. The very word for God, Yahweh, is a breath. It's a Yahweh. Yahweh. It's always been that way. It has always been that way. It is now, too, and it will be forever. In these dark times, I encourage you to breathe in the yah. Breathe out the way. Yah. Way. May the breath of God fill us. And we know that as it was in the beginning, it is now, and it will be forever. The way, the resurrection, and the life. And we believe in the power of God, that nothing can separate us from the love of God. And we too, even though we die, will not die forever. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and it will be forever.